0: On today's episode, we are going to be taking a trip around the world. Come join us as we explore Future World and the World Showcase at Epcot and Walt Disney World. This is episode 20 of Simplifying the Magic.
1: everybody. Welcome to simplifying the magic. We're a podcast about traveling with tips and tricks to help simplify your next vacation. My name's Megan and I'm here with Jess. Hi. And we are so excited to simplify another theme park for you today. We're going to take you on a little tour of Epcot. (laughs)
0: I'm so excited,
1: but you absolutely, yes, absolutely. (laughs) And you need to stay tuned until the end of the show because there have been so many exciting announcements about the 50th anniversary celebration that we cannot wait to share with you. (laughs) So many announcements. (laughs) Yes. And Speaking of celebrating Jess and I both had quite the weekend with some events going on in our personal lives. So yes. I just wanted to share a little bit what I did last weekend. My one and only sister got married and oh, fun. we um, just had the most amazing day for her wedding. She planned this barn wedding in this beautiful park near our house. And, you know, we all just had our fingers crossed for good weather. Cause it, it really required that to, to be a success. And it was just the perfect day, like warm and sunny and no wind. And now every day since then has been kind of gloomy and rainy. So it's just <laughs> like a miracle that it ended up being that way. But, um, oh, that's so wonderful. Yeah. She just was so beautiful and everybody had so much fun and I was her maid of honor. And, um, so I gave a, a toast you know, at the dinner and yep. after I was done, my husband sort of said, like, I think that podcast is really helping with your public speaking.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so awesome.
1: I love it. So, uh, oh. thanks to all my practice here, I guess I nailed it. <laughs> oh
0: man. That's so fun. The pictures were so beautiful oh, and your sister looked you. gorgeous and your family and oh my gosh, those little boys in the suspenders. I couldn't even, yeah, they're so they, cute. They, I they love almost it. stole the show, but. <laughs> it was really fun. But what about you? What was your Saturday night? Yeah, um for us, my parents actually this year is their 50th anniversary similar to Walt Disney World. So, um yeah, they've been married for 50 years. Actually, it's on the exact day that Megan's sister got married 50 years oh. ago, they got married. So, um I threw them a little dinner party and it was really lovely. I found like the logo of their hotel that they got married at. And I made them napkins and plates and, and all sorts of things and kind of took them back to the hotel Sinesta. So they were pretty psyched about that. And it was just a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, it was just, it's been a crazy week. Megan has really, really stepped up in the podcast the last week. My, uh, uncle passed away last Monday. And so she's really taken the reins for, um, Planning these awesome episodes, so shout out to her because without her, the last two weeks would not have happened on this podcast. Oh. <laughs> so we're just—I'm really thankful. No, and I'm... if today's episode, I'm a little crazy. That would be why because <laughs> I, I had the funeral yesterday, so it's just yeah. been a little crazy. But I
1: know, a good it's... week,
0: wonderful week in so many ways, and a tar- hard week in so many ways. So yeah, celebrating yeah. A, a marriage and celebrating a, a life is yeah.
1: pretty much a full one-eighty full circle. Yeah, yeah. Full circle. Yes. So. Well, I'm happy to help. We're a team and, um, yeah, you're going to, you're going to do great today. (laughs)
0: Here's (laughs) hoping, but, um, at least we're talking about my absolute favorite place in Walt Disney world. So yeah. So Megan, you want to get started with Epcot?
1: So, um, yeah. So Epcot opened on October 1st, 1982, and it was the second of the four Disney theme parks to open. Epcot was inspired by the unrealized concept of walt disney himself he sort of envisioned this like progress city similar to sort of like real life Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. it's epcot stands for experimental prototype community of tomorrow so thank goodness they uh shortened that because
0: <laughs> good <laughs> thing. for the life that of me be- i can't
1: memorize that <laughs> And
0: that would be a very long thing to say every time you talk about the park.
1: (laughs) But he wanted it to be sort of like a living blueprint of future developing solutions to city problems. So Epcot didn't quite become that, but it's definitely become a park that celebrates technology and innovations as well as celebrating cultural diversity. So I think it's really unique and there absolutely is nothing like it, even in other Disney areas in the world,
0: you know, that compares to it. So, right, and it's. I think that's one of the major reasons why they're undergoing this huge um, transformation right now is because they wanted to kind of honor that concept that Walt had and like really continue to be the future. And so, yeah. obviously, it was getting a bit outdated. So they had to really step up their game. So, so I think sort of realign it with his vision. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think in the next couple of years we're going to really see some amazing things. So.
1: Yeah. So I thought we could start our tour, um, at kind of the main entrance right by the ball, which takes, yep. is uh future world East. So Jess, why don't you, uh, let
0: us into Epcot. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so when you get off the buses, as of right now, the monorail is not open. So when you get off the buses, you enter right under the ball. And before going under there, there's a new fountain. That's just gorgeous, like crystal, like big thing, um, that has the photo pass opportunity and then bathrooms and guest relations and stroller and wheelchair rentals. And then right under there is the gateway gifts. So it's a little souvenir shop. And then obviously the ball is actually spaceship earth, which is a ride. Um, so you actually have a ride inside that giant golf ball looking thing. Um and this ride explores the history of innovations from the Stone Age to the Digital Age and this is probably one of my favorite rides ever and I'm pretty psyched that the renov- um refurb on this got pushed off a bit because yeah. I love it so much. There's I nothing agree. like that smell of burning Rome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> totally. And just remember to keep your toddler's hands off the screen so you don't have to ride it in German. <laughs> that's right. Oh, Levi. (laughs) (laughs) So moving into future world East, this is kind of taking you to the the left as you're going through the park right now, because of all the construction, you really can't walk through the center. You sort of have to pick a side when you're in future world. So we're going to start to the left and, um, you're going to pass mouse gear, which at one time was just the huge kind of the main souvenir shop at Epcot. And that is in a transition is and is soon going to be the creations shop. So that'll be something we'll for sure want to stay tuned to. um, from there is, um, Joffrey's where you can get your coffee. And if you'll, you'll see a lot of construction walls in this area too, because the future home, of guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind is right there. That's going to be that awesome roller coaster and the future home of play is going to be there too. And I don't know if I even understand completely what play is going to be. Like I keep reading all these articles and looking at images and I I really don't get it, but it it sounds cool. It sounds like very interactive and like playing with characters. I think it's going to maybe have a lot of like hands-on activities. So I'm
0: excited for that. Definitely. Um, continuing on is mission space, which is a ride where you experience a NASA style training with a simulated space launch. So miss- mission space has two sides. They have the green mission, which is a less intense version and the orange miss- mission, which is an intense journey through space. <laughs> From what I've heard, orange can make you very, very emotion sickness if you're prone to that. So I've actually never wrote written it because I did not want to take the chance. I've heard it's ruined many people's days. And I, just don't feel like doing that in Epcot since it's my favorite park. So, um, I'm not sure if you've experienced orange or not, but for me, I just couldn't bring myself to do it. So possibly <laughs> you may not enjoy all the eating and drinking.
1: To exactly. Pong, that's <laughs> where you start your day. Yeah. You know, I've actually, I haven't gone on the orange or the green mission. Um, but I, I have to say that I am sort of, I sort of feel like I need to experience the orange. <laughs> so one of these <laughs> days I just got to see what the hype is about, but yeah, I, I heard it's like the force is the equivalent of what actual astronauts feel.
0: So I don't know if, uh, if it's really for fun or not. <laughs> yeah. And right around there, uh, right near mission space is Hopefully eventually going to be that Space 220 restaurant that was supposed to open like 2 years ago but um uh, obviously that's still yet to be really officially announced so we'll see if that ever opens we'll have yeah, to keep I you posted. So. I hope so too because I've been pumped for it for a long time. But one ride I definitely will go
1: on is Test Track though which is just beyond Mission Space and this one is so much fun you do not want to miss it. It's Mm-mm. um like a you you make like this virtual concept vehicle and then you test it on the ride. So you're testing it through hills and hair pain hairpin turns and straightaways, and the ride sort of ends with you
0: out on the actual racetrack. And it is so cool and so much fun. Yeah, it's so so fun. One of my favorite rides, absolutely. And Are they actually, I know during COVID, the virtual concept vehicle part was closed. Do we know if that's reopened? I believe that that is open and running so you can actually create your car.
1: Yes. Oh, the boys are going to be so excited in August. (laughs) I know. I think we didn't get to do that part. We just got on the ride. And I think... We missed out on a lot of fun of that, but also perhaps saved a lot of time. I could yes. see my kids spending way too much time doing that. Well, they have,
0: they actually have, it's a, a time. I've limit. been on a, There is a time limit. Oh, good. You, okay. you only have like a couple minutes, I think. So yeah, they,
1: I could see them spending all day. Yes. Right. <laughs> that's good. Um, so beyond test track is the Epcot experience. And this is sort of just a place where you can watch a, a movie that's explaining the new attractions and ideas for transforming the park. So I I think while it's going through so much change, this is just a way, if you want to inform yourself on the plan, you can, you know, dive into that.
0: Yeah. And then finally, right in that area where the Epcot experiences, they have eats at the Epcot experience, which is kind of a little quick service area to get some food if you're hungry. Yeah. Um, yeah but then we move on to future world West. Um, which I sort is- of
1: started us back at the ball too, rather than going full circle. So now
0: again, it'd be like, you're walking in and now this time we're going to head to the right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that would be the coral reef restaurant, which is a table service restaurant that is kind of like, you feel like you're underwater because you are right near the aquarium and they, have seafood and things like that. Um, I've heard that the food itself is mediocre, but I think it would be pretty cool to sit in an aquarium for my meal. So, I mean, maybe I'd try it sometime, but I'm definitely not clamoring to get there. No, I I can't help, but think about the full house
1: episode though, where they, they ate there and like the cast was actually in the tank.
0: (laughs) Yes. Uncle Jesse swimming around in the tank. Oh my gosh. That just brought back so many memories, <laughs> right? That's like all I, I can think of when I, I need to go back restaurant. and find that those yes. episodes. Oh, so
1: fun. Yeah. They spend a few episodes in Disney. <laughs> yeah, I do. I
0: love it.
1: Um, so the seas with Nemo and friends is just past the coral reef restaurant. And this is one of my favorites in future world. I love this ride. <laughs> it's so cute. You board a little clamshell and you enjoy scenes from finding Nemo and it's, yeah,
0: it's very cute. Yeah. And then once you exit the ride, you're in Seabase, which is, um, an aquarium. That's a 5.7 million gallon aquarium. It's really fun. And they have live fish and sharks and sea turtles. And when we were there last summer, they had like a little, um, activity booklet for my son to do, and he could like find, different, um, sea animals around the aquarium and put a sticker and they had like cast members helping find them if you couldn't find them. And cool. it was a great way to cool down and get out of the August tea and spend some time. And it was just, it was a lot of fun. We really enjoyed it. It was free. So yeah. that was yeah, nice.
1: That's awesome. I, we always spend a lot of time in there too. I feel like you know, in other places, you could be charged admission to go see this caliber of aquariums. Oh, absolutely. Spectacular. And the dolphins Mm -hmm. are swimming. It's just, it's so fun. Yeah, absolutely. So moving into the the next building, which is the land pavilion, there is a quick service there, which is called Sunshine Seasons. It's sort of in the center of the building and just, you know, again, various quick service options. And then there's uh, three other attractions in that building. So the first one is awesome planet. This is a movie about the beauty diversity and the dynamic story of earth. And then the next two are some of our favorites.
0: Yes. Living with the land is one of my absolute favorites. It's a must do for me every time usually not a long line. Um, but you travel through the greenhouses to see the tasty side of science and you get to see all those innovative food growing techniques that Disney has, um, come up with and the live living with the land, the greenhouses supply the food at the table service restaurant that's over there. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then the other ride is what, Soaring around the world. Best ride. (laughs) This one's awesome. Yeah. You (laughs) soar
1: high in the sky and even feel wind across your face as you're kind of in like a hang glider going all across the globe and they pipe in different aromas as you're around different
0: areas, you know, which is so cool. You really feel like you're right there. (laughs) I I love it so much. I know a lot of people miss the old Soren, but I never wrote it. So I miss nothing and I love it so much. Yeah, (laughs) I can't imagine (laughs) anything being better than that. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Going back to Living with the Land, did you see the video of the lady that Jumped off the boat to try and no. grab a
0: cucumber. Oh my goodness, people are so ridiculous. It's so <laughs> awful, it's so bad. I'm just like, how could you do that? What goes through people's minds? I would really like to know. Oh, that's all. Yeah. All she sure. had to do was go downstairs or upstairs, <laughs> and, or and go to Chippendale Harvest Feast at Garden Grill Restaurant, and she'd probably get a cucumber in the salad. Yes. <laughs> like, come on now. Right. Which and- yeah,
1: that leads us to our to our last place at the Land Pavilion, which is Garden grill. And this is a favorite. Um, this is a, a table service restaurant. So you do need a reservation here and it's also a character experience. So you can meet Chip and Dale and a few of the other characters in cute little, um, I don't know. They're kind of in like picnic gear, I guess. Yeah. Like (laughs) farmer farmer, stuff. Yep. And, um, the other really unique thing about this restaurant is it rotates. So as you're eating, you're very, very slowly spinning and seeing these different various landscapes and backdrops behind you. So it's just, I mean, from the food to the characters, to the ambiance,
0: it is a must do. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then you leave the land pavilion and head over to journey into imagination with figment and this is a ride that takes you on a tour of the imagination Institute and at the end, there's this like play area for kids. It was closed last year when I was there. I'm hoping it opens soon if it's not open yet. I know things are starting to open and I'm not sure they've all been necessarily like released, but we'll have to see this summer. Um, but this used to be my absolute favorite attraction. I mean, the original Journey into Imagination was amazing. This one is, it's good. It's cute. Timothy loves it, but I, I just missed the rainbow like walkway and the pins and needles table and like the dream finder. Like I miss those so much. So it's one of those ones that I still pine for the original. So. Yeah. Maybe they can make some enhancements
1: and bring back
0: a little bit of the past to this ride. (laughs) I would love that. Yeah. Please. And thank you, Disney.
1: The, (laughs) The last attraction that is in this part of future world is a place where you can watch some Disney and Pixar short films Um, So here they have, I think you maybe watch like three or four and you just go into a theater and they play a few things in a, in a nice cinema. And again, it's, it's really fun. Those shorts are, are amazing and it's a good way to get out of
0: the sun. Um, So I always enjoy. My parents loved this when they went in March, they absolutely loved it. They went just by the two, just the two of them, so it wasn't any kids, and they my mom could not stop raving about it. So we are definitely putting this on our list. Yeah. Our like next we're, trip.
1: we're spoiled now with Disney Plus. We can see a lot of these on right. there, but prior, there was you know not a lot of ways to see all these shorts, and they're amazing. <laughs>
0: yeah. So if it's if nothing else, it's a good way to get out of that heat, like Megan yes. said. So Um, then we travel on to the showcase plaza, which starts off with the travelers cafe, which is their like Starbucks kind of place. Um, and they have coffee and baked goods and pastries. So if you're hammering for Starbucks, that's where you'll find it at Epcot.
1: (laughs) There's also the refreshment port where you can get poutine ice cream. And often during the various seasonal
0: festivals, they'll have special offerings there too. Then there's the port of entry, which has apparel, jewelry, and souvenirs. And right next door, there's the Disney traders, which has toys, plushes, and magic bands. So those are kind of the two major like souvenir shops in this part of Epcot. And finally, there's a Joffrey's. So if yes. you need more coffee, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and now we are
1: approach. we're at the lagoon and it's time to decide which way we want to travel around the world. Well, I know which way
0: I would go (laughs) and that would be Mexico. And where would we start in Mexico?
1: Well, Chosa de Margarita is a little margarita stand right outside the pavilion. It's the first thing you're going to come to. And this is a great place to grab
0: your first margarita of the day. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. And you should be getting more than one for sure. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um,
1: so they have, you know, some specialty ones on the rocks. Otherwise this is where you can get those frozen ones. Um, so they have strawberry mango and lime, and then the tri-colored blend of three called the Fiesta Margarita, which is super yummy, and um, this place does build up quite a line. So I, you know, hit it early, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you can always get some guacamole there too. Yeah,
0: no shame in lining up at 11 a.m. It's all good. Um, <laughs> Rope drop the the, ticket, the
1: margarita stand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> amazing. Um, <laughs> then inside of the pavilion inside that pyramid is La Cava de Del Tequila. And they have over 200 tequilas, top shelf cocktails, tequila flights, and light snacks. And this also can get pretty busy. Um, it's just a tiny little place right on the right-hand side. When you go down into the pavilion, um, it has some very good choices. I think I had a avocado margarita last summer and there's like a spicy jalapeno one and they're they're really yummy. So
1: also inside the pavilion there's the Sun and Hell in restaurant and the pavilion when you're inside is is really beautiful. It's kind of dark and there's like twinkly lights and you sort of actually look like you're at the base of a Mayan ruin. So this restaurant is like right in there. So you're yeah. sitting within it and kind of taking in the ambiance. Um, there's a few little shops in there as well. And then there's the one ride, which is the grand fiesta tour
0: starring the three Caballeros. Yes. This is one of my son's favorite rides. He is obsessed with the three Caballeros and he it's just following Donald and the other, Caballeros into the sights of Mexico and it's a boat ride, kind of similar to like it's a small world, but it's it's for us, we can't miss it. He would be very sad. So yeah, it's really cute.
1: And I think all of the the actual animatronic birds are back at the end. So there's no filling. Perfect. But... There's no like cardboard <laughs> Card- cutouts. <Yeah>. <laughs> that one's really cute. Um, then if we head outside the pavilion, there's two more kind of waterfront properties in Mexico, and it's the uh, La Cantina de San Angel and La Hacienda de San Angel. And the cantina is your quick service where mm-hmm. La Hacienda is a uh, table service, but these yes. both have great real estate right on the lagoon. Amazing
0: Mexican offerings, like super good food. Yeah. It's really beautiful over there. I love grabbing a margarita and just kind of sitting in and looking at the water and taking a load off your feet for a few minutes. So, So um, so let's head to Norway. Yeah. After that, we can head over to Norway and go to the Kringla Bakery Og Cafe. And they have traditional specialties like sweet pretzels, flatbread, and the ever popular school bread, which is the sweet, like coconut custard type thing. Um, which I've heard is delicious, but I have never tried it. So, and then there's the other attraction, the one and only other attraction in the world showcase, which is frozen ever after. Another one of my favorites. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. So
1: this one, you board a Viking ship and you sail through the world of frozen. So again, lots of songs, you see the characters, there's a fun little surprise dip at the end. And, um, it's, um, it's such a cute ride. My son got like soaked on it last time, which I don't think you're really supposed to, but but I don't know. He must've
0: been sitting funny because he was just like drenched. (laughs) Oh no. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, I love that ride. I, I do once again, miss the old one. I miss, I miss the trolls, but, um, but this one is beautiful. And if you like frozen, I mean, it's a must do for sure. Yeah. Um, then after Norway, we head on over to China and you hit the joy of tea, which is a little area where you can get egg rolls and cocktails and tea. And it's just a little like cart quick servicey type thing. There's also Reflections of China, which
1: is where you can view the world's most populous country in a circle vision 360 film. So it's just a really really huge screen that kind of lets you take in all the
0: parts of China. Yeah, my parents once again raved about this. I don't know. They were really into the movies when we were <laughs> when they were right. there. <laughs> that works. <laughs> After China, you come across the Outpost, which is just kind of a little like Refreshment outpost where they have hot dogs and slushies and soda and beer. And they'll sometimes have those seasonal festival offerings when festivals are happening.
1: And beyond that is Germany, where Oh, there's a shop. Caramel Kuch. <laughs> my German. I think it's caramel, Kuch, but I could be totally wrong.
0: <laughs> I think both of us probably butchered that. Sorry. All you Germans out there.
1: Well, they feature Werther's original caramel and, um, yeah, you'll find that in Germany. Yes. And it smells heavenly when you walk over there. So good. I'll take a stab at pronouncing beer garden. Restaurant there you go. Instead. That's a little easier for me. You did it. <laughs> And this is a really fun, popular table service where you get to Celebrate Oktoberfest year round. And it's like an authentic family style German cuisine. There's lots of fun entertainment. There's um, music playing, and it's really, really has
0: great, great energy in there. Yeah. And then there's Summerfest, which is the um, quick service. They have brats and giant pretzels and beer. And this is where you get the infamous grapefruit beer and giant pretzel. There's also a cart outside that has those. um, And definitely a must do every single time for me.
1: Yeah. Germany is, it's really a cute area. There's lots of tables along the water and like the architecture. I mean, it's really, yeah, a it's place a beautiful to pavilion slow down. It's, yeah.
0: So then we move on to Italy, um, which is another one of my favorites. I used to love like pretending that the leaning t- that the tower was like leaning when I was a kid, I was, <laughs> I was a strange little girl apparently, but, <laughs> um, they have the Tuto Italia Ristorante, which is a table service restaurant and also the Tudo Gusto wine cellar, which is just kind of like a little wine bar underneath that area. And then Megan, would you like to share most people's favorites in this area?
1: Yeah. Via Napoli is a very highly regarded place to get pizza. So it's um, always a, a, a table service restaurant where you can make reservations, but occasionally there's a little window open as well, where you can just grab a slice without a reservation. Yeah.
0: I'm, I haven't eaten in Italy, um, in a really long time in the, in a world showcase, but I'm so spoiled with good pizza where I live (laughs) that I, I know people love this so much, but I just don't know if it's ever going to compare because we have such good pizza. So it's like, mm, I don't really want to waste my, like, vacation calories on something that it's just not going to be as good for me, but I do want to try Via Napoli because everybody raves about it. So I guess, yeah, I think
1: when it comes to making a reservation there, I'm kind of right there with you, but I feel like grabbing a slice at the window. If I'm ever there when that's open, I'd be much more inclined to do. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So where do we move to next? Yeah. So now we've basically made it halfway around, um, the lagoon and we're at the American adventure pavilion. So this is like completely opposite where we started. And again, we're halfway. So this celebrates America. And the first thing you're going to come to is another Joffrey's for coffee. And then there is the fire and drum tavern. And here you can kind of get all things, American little snacks, like turkey legs, popcorn, root beer floats, uh, casual kind of things like
0: that. Yeah. And then there is the relatively new quick service called the Regal Eagle Smokehouse and this is where you can get some barbecue with ribs and smoked chicken and beef brisket and I've heard their cornbread and mac and cheese is really delicious. So yeah. it smells so
1: good as you're walking around there and they have this like big smoker out front, which I'm 99% sure is just for decoration, but it it kind of fits with the whole ambiance. It's really cool.
0: I love, I think they did a great job with that. Yeah. That's (laughs) so funny. Um, then they also have the American adventure inside the pavilion, which explores the past, present and future of America through film, music, and animatronics. I have not done this in years. So I should probably try check it out at some point. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. It's been since
1: I was a kid. So I guess one of these times we're just going to have to watch all those movies and <laughs> I know. Learn just just do a little.
0: one full day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, the last two things in the American adventure are art of Disney, and this is a gift shop where you're going to find paintings, prints, and figurines. And then there's a place to get funnel cake too.
0: How American. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And then we move on to Japan and we start with the Kabuki cafe, which is a quick service where they have that shaved ice that everybody loves and sushi, which I love. So, (laughs) yeah. And Katsura grill is right there as well. That's a quick service.
1: And there you can get teriyaki, sushi, various noodle dishes, things
0: like that. Yeah. And that sounds good. And then the quick, I mean, excuse me, the table service restaurant has Teppan which chefs cook right in front of you in a hibachi style serving Japanese favorites. So that's really good too. Um, we actually have a reservation there this summer, so oh, I'm looking good. forward to yes. that. So just take us to Morocco. Oh my. Okay. So we start at the Souk Al Maghreb. You made me do that. First I did. Because- <laughs> I love it. Um, so this is, is a, a souvenir shop with gifts and housewares. Um Morocco is another one of my like favorite little areas to walk through because the' just the architecture is so beautiful with all the like tiling and gold accents. And it's just it's such a beautiful place. I mean, There were some cool little like nooks and crannies in there. We really explored it last summer. And I just, I really like that area. It's nice to kind of walk through. I wish they had better beer, but
1: otherwise it's pretty good (laughs) to carry it in from somewhere else. (laughs) Yes. That's what I'll do. (laughs) (laughs) The Spice Road Table is there as well and there you're going to be able to enjoy Mediterranean flavors. It has a waterfront view. Um one thing to note about this restaurant is that they are currently walk-in
0: only. So you actually can't make reservations there. That is good to know. Yeah. But I've heard wonderful things especially about too. their appetizers and things like all these like tabbouleh and like hummus platters and things like that. So it sounds really really good. Yeah.
1: Uh, Moving on from Morocco, we come into France and there's so much in France. There's really a lot to take in there. And even more coming soon as that extra part of the pavilion opens. Yeah. Um, So Ratatouille will eventually be there on October 1st. And, um, but the first thing you come to is the Crepes de Chefs de France. And this is just a little crepe stand. So you can snack on a crepe,
0: get a little dessert (laughs) for you. Yes. And then there's the Lavines de Chefs de France, which is a little um, wine shop. I actually got a delicious sparkling rosé there a few summers ago and it was really delightful. So (laughs) it sounds good. (laughs) Um, Chef de France is there and that is
1: where you can get table service French cuisine. And for dessert, there's l'artisan de glace and that is ice cream, sorbet. They have this thing called croque glace, which is a scoop of ice cream with sauce over the top and a homemade brioche that's pressed warm. Like an ice cream panini, right? My goodness. What else could be better? Incredible. And an ice cream
0: martini, like, Oh, yum. (laughs) All of that sounds phenomenal. Um, and then you can go all the way into the back at La Hall's boulangerie patisserie. And that is a little quick service area that has soups and salads and baguette sandwiches and pastries. And my son absolutely loved this. They had just, you can just buy a big old half baguette there or a full one, I think. And he literally just ate that for dinner. Just I mean, on the bread, he yep. was just happy as a <laughs> clam because that's all he eats. And it was great. So it's simple. <laughs> um, oh
1: goodness. The The last thing to note in France is the Palais du Cinema. And this is where you're going to see the beauty and the beast sing along, which is just that it's a sing along and you're Going to enjoy Beauty and the Beast, but it has a little bit of a twist on the tale as old as time. So um, may not end the way you're expecting. Yeah. <laughs> and my parents also loved this one. So <laughs> I don't to be guest speakers. I well, know, this, right? So talk about all the movies.
0: <laughs> so funny.
1: Um, they also will play impressions de France, which is where
0: you can experience the charm in the French countryside throughout a film, and then right next to France is the international gateway, which is where the Skyliner comes in from the different resorts. And they have a little souvenir shop called the world traveler right there as well. One thing that
1: threw me about the entering off the Skyliner, and we all know how much I love the Skyliner, but Mm -hmm. I was a little thrown on like, okay, here I am now, where do I go? (laughs) Like this is kind of ruining my strategy. So I'm still sort of working on that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We, we tended to just kind of plow because we just plowed through the country and then went into future world. That's what yeah. we ended up doing because yeah. we like to start in future World and end in the country. Yes. So it was a little, it was a little weird for us too. And we'll be doing the same thing this summer as well. So like, I'll let you know if I anything. change, <laughs> don't pay attention.
1: Pretend you're not seeing this. <laughs> exactly. Oh gosh. So All funny.
0: Right. So next we're at the United Kingdom. <laughs> yes. And they have the little quick service called the Yorkshire fish shop, which serves fish and chips and beer and soda. And those fish and chips are yum.
1: Uh, Next, we have the Rose and Crown Pub and the Rose and Crown Dining Room. And the dining room is a family-friendly British pub and they have, you know,
0: kind of traditional favorites and again, some waterfront seating. Yes. And this is a great place that if you plan it right, you could watch the fireworks when they go off. We did that a couple of years ago and it was perfect because they have a little viewing area right there that is only for people that have eaten dinner at the Rosen crown. So that will be awesome. Once fireworks return, which is really soon. So
1: uh, next is the world show place. And this is a kind of a holding venue for a lot of the different booths for the various festivals where you can experience, you know, various little festival offerings.
0: Yeah. And it, it shows, it has like some little music every once in a while they have some live um, little singing and uh, guitars and things like that. And it's a great place to cool off in the summer because it's air conditioned and there are restrooms in there. It's kind of a nice little like offshoot. If you need a little break from the heat.
1: Yeah. Last we get to Canada and here we'll find another Joffrey's (laughs) and so many (laughs) a very popular restaurant, Le Cellier, which is a steakhouse. And this one is sort of themed to be like a cozy cellar of a Canadian Chateau. And you can order steak and
0: various seafood specialties here. It's, it's really raved about. (laughs) Yes. And way tucked in the back. There is another place to watch another movie <laughs> called Canada far and wide. And it's in, also in that circle vision 360. So I really enjoyed walking around Canada. We don't spend, we don't eat or drink a lot in Canada, but we do really enjoy like going back. It's really beautiful, especially at sunset time in the back area, like right before you go down to the, the movie, there's just like, it's just a beautiful view. I, I forgot how pretty it was back there. Yeah. And I do know that Moira and Johnny Rose from Shits Creek are the hosts of Canada Far and Wide. But well, then, yeah, I will be going to that for sure. Because, but they are I also major. heard
1: they're not being funny; they're being serious.
0: So no, <laughs> well, that changes things. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's cool. (laughs) Yeah, that is very cool. Um, well, I think that wraps up simplifying Epcot. We, um, we just love that park and I'm really excited to go there this summer. I have two park days there and I cannot wait. Yeah. I'm very hungry now talking. Yes. (laughs) Right. My stomach is growling, (laughs) but let's get
1: into our news. We
0: have so much exciting news, so much news. Um, the first thing is animal kingdom lodge is opening on August 26th. So finally, not just the, um, DVC area will be open. The whole thing is going to be open, which is really exciting. So everybody is able to
1: start booking there immediately. So it's great, great, great news. (laughs) Very good. We also learned that there will be some Halloween and Christmas themed sailings on various cruises for the Disney cruise line. So that's exciting to know that those favorite
0: activities are going to be coming back on certain itineraries. Yeah, definitely. And, um, another exciting thing is pre-shows are opening back up. I saw that, um, the pre-show at flight of passage was back. Um, I believe the haunted mansion stretching room is back, which is so exciting. All those things are coming back. So things we're just continually squeaking towards a more normal experience at Disney world. It's so exciting. (laughs) Uh, the big news was
1: announced about all these amazing new details for October 1st, kickoff for the anniversary celebration. So the first one is
0: for a brand new show. That's going to be at magic kingdom. So exciting. So this, is going to be called Disney enchantment, and it's going to be at magic kingdom. Like Megan said, and it's going to feature music and enhanced lighting, stunning fireworks. And for the first time ever, immersive projection effects that extend from Cinderella castle down main street, USA. So not only are those awesome, like things going to be on the castle, it's going to go all the way down main street, which. I, I don't even know what to think about this. Like, I mean, I think it's amazing. I'm just really curious how it's going to all come together. And I'm so excited that we're going to be there. (laughs) So we'll get to see it. Oh my gosh. It's so fun. (laughs) Um, but I, I will say I'm a little sad to see happily ever after go. Um, and I think there, I I just don't know. I, I hope it's So wonderful that we will not be sad. Not look (laughs) bad. I know. (laughs) But I do the bar pretty high. (laughs) Yeah. I am excited that I'll get to see Happily Ever After one more time this summer, though. So we shall see how that all plays out. Um Would you like to share what's going to be debuting in Epcot? Yes.
1: So we finally have a debut date for harmonious, which has been kind of an anticipated new evening performance at Epcot. Uh, this new show is going to bring the globe together at the lagoon in celebration of Disney music that inspires people worldwide. It's a grand, powerful tribute to stories and songs that unite us embrace new technical magic that incorporates pyrotechnics, choreographed moving fountains, lighting and media in new ways. So um this sounds
0: just incredible. <laughs> yeah, like ridiculous. <laughs> I don't I I can't even fathom what this is going to look like either. It just seems like it's going to be really epic. Yeah, so. I guess like they're going to be using Disney songs, but sort of like change
1: them into various languages and all different artists. Like it just, it really looks
0: amazing. It really, really does. I'm super excited to see it. Um, then over at Disney's animal kingdom, there's going to be kind of a new show during the daytime called Disney kite Tales, which will come alive several times daily at the discovery river amphitheater beginning on October 1st as well. And so p- performers are going to be flying wind catchers and kites of all shapes and sizes while out on the water and Some are going to be 30 feet long and they're going to depict Disney animal friends, including Simba, Zazu, Baloo, and King Louie. And these are all going to be, you know, dancing around to Disney songs in an uplifting, vibrant experience for the whole family. So that sounds really fun. I think, I think it's about time that we got some entertainment back at Disney's animal kingdom because we, we. It's definitely a park that you just kind of like to stroll around and like see like the street performers and things like that. And that's all been gone since COVID, which I hope is coming back soon. But I'm hopeful since they're saying this is coming back, this is coming, that they'll start doing all of that kind of stuff. So I'm pretty pumped about this.
1: I really love that this is a daytime show too. Because like there's so many late nights with the other fireworks that I always kind of needed to use Animal Kingdom as a night that we could like get to bed a little bit earlier, but you're not going to miss out on like a spectacular show. So I love that this is a, a daytime thing. I agree. Um, another thing is that Mickey and Minnie will be the hosts for the world's most magical celebration. And I guess that's not a huge surprise, but (laughs) they're going to be decked out in their iridescent fashion. So they are those kind of shimmery blue and lavender sparkly outfits. I love them. I
0: cannot wait to see them in person. Oh, I
1: know it's, it looks so cute. And, um, their friends are going to be shimmered up too. So Donald and Daisy, goofy Pluto, chip and Dale, they're all going to have one of these like anniversary outfits to match. And they are going to go through the park a couple times a day on their very own Mickey's celebration cavalcade. So that'll be a new cavalcade to join the rest starting October 1st.
0: Yeah. So fun. And then these eight friends are also going to be featured in special golden character sculpture starting October 1st at magic kingdom. And so there's going to be Mickey and Minnie near, um, Cinderella castle, and there's going to be 50 characters total in this series of sculptures. And so they're going to be displayed all across the four theme parks, which I think is really cool. I, I think it's just, they're coming up with some really cool ideas for this 50th okay. anniversary celebration. And I'm pretty excited to see them all. It sounds um, like a fun new search and find for our kids to do while we're there too. Yes. <laughs> something to keep them busy yep. throughout the park. Not that there's not, it's you're at Disney, nope, but, but I you love know. those added, those added elements to it. <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, this last thing I'm really excited about because I own the ones from the 25th anniversary and the 20th anniversary. So I'm really, really excited about this. Um, this fall guests can bring home Walt Disney world, a portrait of the first half century, which is going to be a beautiful new coffee table book from Disney editions. And it looks so beautiful and it's going to be avail- available for purchase beginning September 28th at Walt Disney world and shopDisney.com, And basically wherever else books are sold. Um, but I, I have, these from when I went on the 20th and 25th oh, anniversary. Awesome. So I'm just really excited that I get to have a new one yes. to look through. And then in like 25 years, be like, Oh, remember that? Like I just, I love that. So I'm really excited. Cause That's the great. old one is very outdated at this point. So yeah, I'll definitely want to get one of those too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that does it for our news. Would you like to share our tip of the day? Yeah.
1: So we kind of, uh, spoiled to this a little bit, but we want to go more in depth and we thought it would be a good tip to talk about the best places to view Epcot fireworks. So we're not going to so much focus on harmonious because we don't exactly know yet since that hasn't started. So we don't want to assume anything. So, but we do know that starting really soon up till October 1st, they're going to be playing the Epcot forever. So, Mm -hmm. um, we thought we could just go over
0: some pointers of good places to catch that. Yeah. So, basically anywhere situated around the lagoon is a good place to watch this. But if you can see the center of the lagoon, you're good. Look for trees or light poles or anything that might be blocking your view. But otherwise, as long as you can see into the lagoon, you should be able to see some good views of this.
1: Yeah. And pay attention to wind direction, because as we know, with like fireworks and things like that, some smoke develops. So if you're standing, you know, upwind of that, that could <laughs> perhaps block your view
0: because you'll just see smoke. <laughs> yeah. And like we were talking about before the Rose and crown is a great place to see it because they have a little viewing area and also La Hacienda and La Cantina de Sanhena is also good. Um, but timing can be tricky. So you might want to, try to plan that out, but don't get too bummed if you can't. Cause it can be a little tricky. I will say when we were there and we saw Epcot forever, they were like, we kept being like, so are you, we get to go sit over there and they're like, yeah, yeah. And like, we had to ask several times, so just don't be afraid to keep asking, I guess. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I just have a have a backup plan too if that's your
1: <laughs> yes, but um perfect. So I think that's a good tip and before we say goodbye, we just wanted to once again remind everybody to join us
0: tomorrow to our Simplifying the Magic Happy Hour. <laughs> yeah, we're so excited to see you guys in person and chat about all things Disney. So, yeah. We look forward to it. Yeah, we've had posts on our social media this week with details.
1: There'll be a link to be found on there. Otherwise, um, we'll see you at 730 Eastern and 630 Central and hope that you can
0: join us. Yeah, we look forward to it. Um, I think that does it for our show today. Are you looking to book a vacation? We would love to help you. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Simplifying the Magic, or you can email us at simplifyingthemagic at gmail.com. We are there to We are here to help answer questions, give advice, or just to say hi. And we would really love it if you could head on over to iTunes and give us a review so we can get our show out there to more people. Um, So take the trip because there is a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. And your next vacation is just a dream away.
1: See you next week. Bye. Bye.